Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mexican American Autism. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about absolutely nothing that makes sense, but at the same time, may make complete sense to you. Uh, I guess we do have kind of a direction that we're going to be heading into, and that is bipolar disorder. Um, basically, I want to kind of elaborate on my diagnosis, kind of talk a little bit more if you maybe demystify uh, what is bipolar, um, what, you know, things I have or what I have, I guess, symptoms or signs or things of the way that I act and kind of talk more about it, kind of help maybe... You know, get rid of some stigmas and then uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll talk about more stuff. But regardless, I'm excited right now to talk about bipolar. Apparently, I am bipolar with mixed states. That means that I have fluctuating emotions and mixed states means that they can be sometimes positive and negative at the same time so basically like feeling like you are happy and that you are like sad at the same time that's kind of like a general like a very not specific way to explain it i guess you don't know how to feel i typically don't ever feel like extremely happy usually i guess i kind of come off as monotone boring like, I'm not really into stuff, and it's very rare to see me kind of smile about anything. Uh, regardless, one thing I know that my family can attest to is that I didn't know since I was a child, since I was in my teens, really, and up until now, one of the greatest things that has affected me that is a sign. I guess it's not really something that is associated with bipolar always, but a lot of times does come with it is irritability and anger so definitely um that's one of the things that i do have that i hate um i'm always kind of in a weird mood even if i don't want to be and i mean who chooses their moods anyway right it's whatever happens around you outside of you that affects you and it it just you know, it's not like you get to choose, but in my case, I guess it doesn't actually have to be something that affects me. I'm just already affected, and then anything that happens seems to, like, trigger me or make me believe that that is my reason for being unhappy or angry. And then I kind of, like, divert my attention to that specifically, and I'm like like hyper-focused or tunnel vision onto whatever I am really stressed out about. Any, It could be anything, even stupid, something really stupid. I could tell you one thing, like an example. Uh, so I was going to cook some like really fast chili. I was going to make myself a little chili. And I got pretty angry because I went to go use the pepper and somebody used the pepper but didn't. Uh, feel like it was necessary to twist the pepper cap back on. Uh, 
and I ended up spilling the whole pepper into my chili, and that kind of just made me extremely angry, and then I had to leave the scene. Um, besides the fact that I can become kind of, I guess, annoying or condescending, which uh, is a side effect or another sign of another thing that I've been diagnosed with, which is OCPD, which is called Obsessive Compulsive Personality Disorder. And that is when, I don't know, you have like a people like this, and I think it's kind of similar to even people that are on the spectrum, and perhaps I still want to get tested. I'm not sure if I am on the spectrum or not. But um, just things not being the way that they should, or at least believing that things, there is a wrong and a right way of doing things. And I guess there's no right way for specific things, but that's something that does trigger me. Um, so, yeah, basically, let's go ahead and talk. I did study a lot once I got, um, they told me that they believe that it's possible that I am bipolar. And uh, we'll talk about those signs right now of what specifically is bipolar. But basically, it's just... Somebody who has mood swings that are unexplained um, from highs and lows, but not specifically what everybody, everybody believes is a high and a low, as in super happy and hyper and then super depressed. People can have uh, differences in, in that specific. And if you don't know about bipolar, bipolar, <laughs> then you probably don't know that there is different types of bipolar. There is bipolar 1 and bipolar 2. There's also bipolar with mixed states, and there's hypomania. So basically, I think bipolar 1 has psychotic features, as in maybe you can make something up in your head and believe it, and that's bipolar 1. And then bipolar 2 is more of like heavier depressions, but they both have manias. The manias could be hypomanias, which could be a little bit less intense, I believe. I'm not 100% sure. Don't quote me on that, but you can look it up if anybody is interested and you have family members that may be bipolar. I have struggled all my life, and I have been trying to figure out what has been causing everything why why has it been so difficult for me to make it in life um apparently when i went into the inpatient clinic um even the psychiatrist was surprised i was able to make it five years in the core in the military and he said because of the structure that was re really why i was able to make it but because of my bipolar Without bipolar, he did say that it's pretty much impossible for me to function unless I take medication in order to try to keep a job and have a normal life, which is depressing, but I don't know. That could be true. I don't know. I'm going to I want to try, you know, natural facets that uh, may work like uh, physical training and uh, maybe uh, health uh, nutrition. And uh, we want to see what happens there. But let's go and let's go ahead and talk about uh, some of the symptoms of mania. Mania of pretty much is more regarded as the highs you have, and we'll talk about the symptoms. But typically, when somebody has mania, they have high energy, 
they feel high or wired like perhaps they're they, like i guess they talk too fast they're like moving everywhere they want to do something racing thoughts it's kind of like their their mind just can't stop it's just going through thoughts like crazy over and over like one thing or another and kind of like like you're like a robot calculating something and it just doesn't stop um talking fast i've heard for sure um taking more risks um i know for some cases i've heard some people um specifically with like i could say like betting they could pretty much put all their savings into something and end up with nothing because of going into mania and then afterward dealing with the aftermath of having nothing left so that's crazy another thing uh need less sleep and feel rested with less sleep which is definitely one i can i can uh attest to because sometimes i don't want to sleep and i'll sleep maybe four four hours a night for weeks at a time thinking that i'm good because i slept at least four hours and then it just makes me get worse and worse with the like i realize now with everything that the more or the less sleep you get over and over and over the more your mind isn't thinking straight and the more you struggle and the more you spiral out of control at least for me and i've realized that sleep is very very necessary <clears throat> definitely a hundred percent necessary for somebody who is bipolar because you don't want to end up triggering or kind of firing it up i guess what you would say i guess uh kindling the fire i don't know how to explain it uh in a better way <laughs> but let's see let's go ahead uh definitely have more distractions than usual which i guess kind of i don't know if it really means that things are more i guess everything it distracts you more there's nothing it's like you can't keep your mind on to uh, like focus on anything and i can definitely attest to that as well it's like you can't just focus you can't it's like everything is taking like everything gets your attention and then you can't focus on one thing because the other thing is there and you want to focus on that so everything is just everywhere and you want to try to just expand all your focus onto everything but it just can't work um one for sure another one says increased senses of smell and touch man i don't know if this is even possible but i'd say that the five senses then i would say that it's maybe even possible uh to have um what do you call it more i guess taste like your sense of smell and you probably can feel the taste or i don't know maybe savor food more i don't know i definitely have like weight fluctuations that do happen with that kind of stuff and then with like i said earlier with you can have psychotic symptoms as well but it's not part of mania which is different i guess but it also can be and go hand in hand with it but you can have mania without psychotic symptoms
So I guess they're not the same thing, if you guys get what I'm saying. And psychotic-wise, if anybody doesn't know a psychotic or what psychotic is, I guess it would have to be like if you make up something in your mind, like maybe a family member is against you or people at work are all against you and they don't want you to work there or something and you really believe it, then it's probably because maybe that's psychotic. I don't know. It could just be paranoia. And that's how I see it. I don't think I have psychotic uh, anything from what I got diagnosed is just bipolar disorder with mixed states um, and then then there's the other hand uh, depressions are supposed to be way more aggressive in bipolar 2 uh, apparently is what I've been what I've read and researched and I went ahead and wrote those down as well so for anybody who doesn't know how people with bipolar get when it comes to depression I've been diagnosed with major depression before and it's something that I think probably has lingered with me since forever so let's see um, uh, one of them uh, obvious is uh, feeling sad or worried definitely the sad one hits me a lot but worried, not so much. I think the military definitely helped in that. I don't. I guess I. I got somehow indoctrinated or taught to not cry over spilt milk, and it's kind of necessary, I guess, if you are in the military. You can't be worrying about what just happened. You need to focus on whatever you're doing, and then you need to do it correctly and move on. Uh. Uh, one also that I've experienced is having little to no energy, which is, that makes you, you not want to get out of bed. You don't want to do anything. If anything, you feel like life will be easier if you just sleep as much as you possibly can and hope that you don't do anything else. Because if you do, then it will be too unbearable. That's how deep the depression can get. Um, let's see, another one, can I enjoy anything, I can definitely say, since I was a child, that's been something that I've always had, even my mother used to cry and get angry that I wouldn't smile, or she'd tell me what's wrong with me when I was, I think, I remember around 13, 14 years old, I didn't know what to tell her, I said, I don't know, and I never knew. And I never went to therapy as a kid or a psychiatrist, which I do believe that maybe I should have gone at a young age. That would have helped. So for anybody who has children that are really acting out, especially in their teens, I definitely that believe that that would help. Oh, let's see here. And... So... And sometimes, I guess, definitely, this is another great interesting one. Sometimes you could be depressed and not sleep enough, which I've done that too, where I don't want to sleep. And it makes me, just the thought of sleeping makes me sadder, so I feel like I have to stay awake and try to make up for it. Try to do something, play a video game, read something, watch videos, something to make me feel better. And I don't know if that has to do with 
my dopamine or receptors or anything like that specifically, but um, yeah, it's definitely a big struggle, depression. Um, and then irritability, like I mentioned earlier, um, another depression sign is having a hard time making decisions, which is definitely another one where I struggle with myself and it's like an internal fight daily, especially with all my other issues that I have uh, in my diagnoses. It's like everything kind of just hangs out with each other and they, they're like a bad gang and they're stopping me from from attaining my goals or doing anything in life that I want to do. I wasn't going to record just because I haven't been good lately, but I wanted everybody to, you know, all my listeners, I don't want to like, I guess, do what I usually do and you know, when you get, I don't know if you guys have done this, but when you get to a, a certain state where you want to speak to no one and just be sad, have no friends, I guess I have no friends at the moment, no physical friends. I have a Facebook acquaintances, a bunch of people that used to be people that I may have talked to that we were kind of close at one time and and now there is no closeness, it's just, you know. Some of my family, even my family, I don't talk to. This is this is how much bipolar can affect you to the point where everything, everything in life is affected. Work, friendships, family, you know, everything is affected, and it's just sad because I mean I feel like everybody deserves happiness. One thing I do not like with uh, bipolar is that, um, and excuse my voice, I can tell it's a little bit, it's kind of going, uh, but yeah, excuse my voice, um, one thing that I've noticed is that just because somebody has a mental illness doesn't mean that you need to dismiss all their arguments, which irritates me when people like, I already got dismissed before I ever got diagnosed. Nobody wanted to listen to what I had to say, but now that I'm marked um, as bipolar, it seems that the people, little bit of people that I do talk to seem to use it as a reason to like dismiss everything that I say, and that's not healthy either. You need Everybody needs to be heard. Everybody needs their opinion to be taken into account. Um but yeah, I appreciate everybody. Thank you for joining me here at Mexican-American Autism. And I hope you all have a great day. Thank you.